0: Well, good morning and good morning, Cafe Church. Um, you may be asking, um, why are we talking about church buildings in a worship service? Is this not the stuff of church meetings? Well, HBC, we talk about a God of relationship. We talk about a God who through his Holy Spirit guides us. And we're a Baptist church. And if you weren't sure, a Baptist church, um, You wouldn't believe it, but Martin doesn't make the decisions. Um, Neither do the elders, neither do the leadership team. It is, we believe in congregational government, which means as a church body, we come together, seek God's will, and look to do what he would have us do. And that is what we are now looking to do regarding our buildings I want to start and it's already there. I want to start with the church vision. Um, Martin preached on this on the twenty second of December. A really great sermon. Go into the church um, website or I know and you can listen to that service. And he talked about our church vision or our mission statement and um, there's a long version which involves um, a beacon, a hill, blessing holy and there's a short version um, which is Let your light shine. And the thing about letting a light shine and all that it entails, and that mission statement entails, talks about people out there rather than people in here. And it is a concern for the lost, it is a concern for Hawley that we want to see saved. And that presents us with a bit of a problem, because the church on a Sunday morning, um, if you turn around and look now, and this is with Storm Chiara, um, tends to get fairly full and there's not a lot of room, we can shuffle the chairs around and get another 10 in, another 20 in, we could probably get another 30 in, could we get another 50 in, could we get another 100 in? And if we are a church that is letting our light shine, surely that is what we are looking for. And that then causes us a problem, and a problem that we need to solve, and it's not an easy problem, and there's no easy answer. We've sent out a survey last year about doing two services, we're now going to look at buildings. The only comfortable option is to stay just as we are, and we are comfortable. We can get in, and um, but that's not what I believe God has for Holy Baptist Church. I want to start with it just very quickly. Should I pushing the right button, Steve? Thank you. I want to talk very very quickly about um, our history. Um, The church um, was first built in 1879, so we're 140 years old, and um, we had this Victorian chapel which is now Fennies, um, I guess most people know that, on the London Road. In the late 1990s, we were already outgrowing that building, and um, we then decided as a church to start looking for alternative premises. In 1999... Thank you, Steve. He <laughs> didn't push it. Um, in, ni- in 1999, we made the decision to stay at the um, chapel that we were in, sort of Mondays to Fridays, but we moved to Oakwood School for our Sunday morning services and stayed there for a good few years. In the, I can't remember the exact date, but 2012, 2013, um, we then sold the, um, the, the, the building in Albert Road and we actually camped in the Cricket Pavilion. 400 yards that way on a Monday to Friday basis, still meeting at Oakwood School. 2014, we built, so we bought this site, and in 2015, in July, we had our first service in this building. And, and the project got the name of Living Stones, and it was always decided to be done in two phases because of the cost of the building. It was to be done in two phases. Um, the first phase is um, Stephen just do the next one. Um, And the next one. Um, And and, and that was the plan that was originally drawn back in 2012, 13, whenever it was. And you'll see that it's in two halves. There's this half, which we are already in. Then there's the worship area out there, which was yet to be built because of costs and money. And um, I have to say that if we were going to build just one phase, we wouldn't have built it as we did. We would have built this room bigger and made more space. So the idea was always to build um, first the halls and the offices and the meeting rooms. And then secondly, the, um, the actual um, worship area. And then there were some sort of delays. I think um, the reason for that was firstly we'd just moved in here. And this was a new building. We had to get this building sorted out. And, um, and we were there for a year and then our pastor at the time, um, Russell, um, moved and we went into a year's interregnum and we decided that perhaps while well, we had no pastor, there were other priorities than trying to think about a second phase of the building and therefore, And then Martin came and, um, and in Martin's first year, um, he had certainly other priorities than um, thinking about building um, a worship area. Um, but then last year we decided, um, firstly as a leadership team and then as a whole church, that we need to make a decision as to whether we want phase two in whatever format it comes or we don't. And um and we've we've talked about it for a long time and, and we've now come to the decision that now is the time to make that decision. So we brought in our architect and um and asked him to um, look at uh, Do a feasibility study Is what was originally planned Which is um, uh, 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 up there Is that still right for us Or is there some other option That we ought to look at And we're now want, I now want to quickly present You with actually Five options um, There's only actually one decision to make In my mind And I don't want you to get too caught up In the different options The only option really is Do we build Or do we not build? If we decide we are going to build, what we build and what it looks like and what colour the curtains are and all that sort of stuff can wait. What we are looking for is um, God's leading on do we put the second half of the building out there. So I'm going to quickly run through those options. Option number five, I'll start with that one, is for us to actually say no, we are not going to do it now. And I think if we don't do it now, we have to decide we're going to put it off for say I don't, I don't want to give a time, but three or five years. We're not going to come back in 12 months time and say, is it now right? So this is a really big decision. This is why we're taking up 15 minutes of our worship service to talk about God's leading for our church at HBC. So that's, so I'm going to quickly run through. Some people love these things and can picture them. Some people, it's just whatever. Um, so that is, um, what we, what what we presently have. So the, the, the purple bit is the hall. The yellow bit underneath it is the, um, concourse and then the buildings and, 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 and all around it behind. So that's what we've got at the moment. Come on, Steve. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. And that and that is upstairs. So the um, the, the, the di- bit of the diagonal building is this is a um, double roof. So there's nothing on the first floor there. Then you've got all the other classrooms and offices upstairs. So that's what that's what we have at the moment. Thank you, Steve. So this is option number one. This is the option that was originally drawn back in um, whenever it was. It's got the bricks round the side. It's an octagonal building. It's got a, um, on the first floor, it's got a balcony. Um, In all, it will take 388 people or thereabouts and costs. And before I talk about this, the costs, um, you need a quantity surveyor to actually work out how much it costs. An architect won't do that. And to do that, you have to pay a quantity surveyor. You actually have to pay them quite a lot to work out how many bricks you need and how much a brick costs and all the rest of it. So at the moment, we've got, um, excuse the language, we've got back-of-fag packet figures. um, Because we don't want to pay... If if we decide we want to go, and we want to go for one particular option, then we will pay a quantity surveyor to come up with uh, accurate costing for that particular thing. So we haven't paid them four times to come up. So the figures I give you are finger in the wind, I think personally and I'm not the expert, they're quite high um, I think it's better to quote high than actually find it's, it's cheaper, certainly going by the original costings, they seem quite high but anyway, option number one um, the original design got a balcony upstairs it takes 388 people and costs quickly £2.7 million thank you Steve next one £2.7 million thank you Option number two is exactly the same, but it doesn't have the balcony upstairs. You lose a prayer room upstairs, but it is still the same shaped building. It uh, takes 320 people, 320 people, £2.1 million. Thank you. And that would be um, the upstairs of it. So you can see two, you see, you see two crosses next to the um, that, that's, that's where you're losing stuff to option one so there's a couple of rooms you would lose there thank you Steve and that is what options one and two would look like they look the same but option two hasn't got an upstairs balcony and, a, and an upstairs not another sort of counselling room, prayer room but the look of them would be the same it would look like that option number three is um, the idea of phasing option two into two halves. So option um, phase 2A and phase 2B. So this would be phase 2A. We don't actually build the worship area. What we do is we build the entrance hall, the the rest of the lobby, probably we run for coffee shop and that sort of stuff, but the worship area still doesn't get built. So what we actually say is we're going to, rather than do it in two phases, we'll do it in three phases and we'll do... Phase 2A first. Um, that's option three. It would cost 0.8 million pounds um, and would provide no more seating than we have at the moment. Um, then option... And then that's what it looks like it does at the moment really upstairs. Um, and that's what it would look like. My personal view is if we went for option three, we'd have to completely redo it because that brown thing looks daft to me. Um, but that's personal opinion. Um so yeah so if, if if one option would be to phase option 2 into two halves and that you still wouldn't get the worship area but you'd get all the stuff up to the worship area um and then option number 4 um is rather than go with the um very quite tall octagonal building we just continue the line of this present building um it would take 292 people so um 300 and by the time you have people at the front, and it would cost £1.5 million. Um, which I th- those figures, please just say it again, those figures, please, finger in the wind. We don't actually know. That is our estimate um, of what... Well, that's QS's estimate um, of what it might cost. And we have the next one. So upstairs... Um, so once again, the worship area's got um, double height, therefore the cross, and then there's a sort of... Um, new entrance hall and concourse and it would look like that. So the entrance, you can see the entrance hall and by the yellow car and to the right as you're looking at it is our present buildings and to the left would be um, the new worship area. Um, so that, they're the options um, but as I say, what we really want to do is, the option is, um, do, we, um, do we build it or we, we don't. Um, it is an awful lot of money, uh, let's not kid ourselves, it is a huge amount of money and we need to be sure that this is the thing that God would have us to do. And, um, and um, somebody said to me a little while ago that um, um, as soon as we realise that um, humanly that this is impossible is probably when we start to make progress on this if we wish to do so. Because we've sung already about a God um, who is greater than all of us. Um, how might it be financed? Thank you, Steve. Oh, sorry, yeah, right. You won't read that. You're not meant to. Um, a lot of people have already had at the last church meeting one of these. If you haven't, there are another sort of 20 odd at the back. Um, is the architect's report with all the different options, the sort of pros and cons, and at the back is that – sorry, Steve, go, go ahead again – is that page – which has got all the different options, how many square metres there are, how many people it takes, um, how many, how much it costs, possibly, and all the rest of it. So, if you haven't seen one of these, there's, there's 20 of them at the back. If they all go, come and see me, and I'll photocopy some more. Um, we can also email it out to people. Thank you, um, Steve. Um, so, um, how might it be phased? Well, let me tell you about how this building was built, and... Um, and then you just think about um, what a great God we have. This building we are in cost two and a half million pounds to build. Um, we had the old the old church at um, which is now Fennies, which we sold. We also had a, a second Mance, which we sold. And these figures aren't who has Sue? <laughs> these figures aren't exactly right. But I went through all my old emails and they're close enough. All right, I, I might be a little bit a bit out. Um, but we, we sold two buildings, we had a grant, we took a £650,000 loan and then the church gave that amount of money. If, and I'm not trying to push anybody down any route here, but if you went to option four, which is £1.5 million and you take out the sale of church and manse, which is best part of a million, you have exactly the same thing again. We raised £1.5 million for this building um, if you exclude the sale of the properties and it would be. The same thing in. It's a huge amount of money and you look around. We are a Baptist church, just in case people aren't sure. Where does money for Baptist churches come from? The coffee that you drank as you came in or before you go, the chair that you sit on, Martin's um, salary, um, is all paid for by ourselves. We get no government grant. There's no Baptist union that gives us money. In fact, we give them a little bit of money. Um, it comes from us. And there's an annual, an annual £150,000 that we collect and give and spend um, before we start doing this. Um, let's, let's go into this with our wide open. So, um, so what happens next? Um, well, this week, um, I guess is where, what I'd like to say is where the rubber hits the road. We often listen in sermons, we sing songs about a God who guides us, a God who wants relationship with us. And um, this week we are asking everybody who comes to church, whether you're a member or not, it makes no difference, to take time to pray and fast and to listen to God. And Martin's already mentioned that um, the prayer rooms upstairs, um, it will be open all, all, all mornings this week. Um, half past seven, half past twelve, there'll be some guided prayers. Um, for you to take time at home for you to maybe meet with others to pray and to listen to God. If we are a Baptist church that truly believes in a God that guides, this is our chance for him to do just that corporately. On Wednesday, we have a prayer meeting, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock here Wednesday evening. It would be great to see a whole load of people come to that. And then next Saturday at... 9 o'clock, he says, confidently looking around, 9 o'clock, um, we have a breakfast, a break fast. And we would like as many people as possible to come along for an hour or however long you can afford. Um, and at that time we're going to have feedback and what the people heard from God. We're going to have something to eat. We can have a discussion, we can have questions and answers, all those questions you've got. You can come and see me afterwards or come back next Saturday having prayed for a week and ask your questions. Say what has God said to you. We're looking for a time of fasting this week. We're not expecting anybody to not eat for five days from Monday to Friday. But you might like to give up a meal or if you read Martin's... um Really helpful notes and there's 20 of these at the back as well. So if you haven't got it on email or you've deleted it or you can't find it or you're not on email. Grab one of these and some really good suggestions. It may not be food that you, um, forego this week. It might be, um, playing on, playing games on your phone or it might be something else that you could give that time to God this week. Um, and then we have a church meeting. Um, on Wednesday the 26th of February, we're open to everybody, but church members will decide. Oh, sorry, before that, sorry, I've missed one out. Next Sunday, so Saturday breakfast, we'd love to see you sign up there. If you forget to sign up, still come along. Um, I'm sure we can find a sausage for you. Um, Come along, um, then next Sunday, we are going to hand out a survey, Steve, which is the next slide, I think. Yep, that's right. Thank you. Next Sunday, we're, we're going to hand out this survey to everybody on a Sunday morning as part of the service, and we're going to ask you to fill it out there and then. And it's after after the week of um, prayer, after talking to others. We're going to, it's, its an anonymous survey, but we're going to ask you: um, Do you think that phase two of building a sun description is the right thing? Would you be willing to give? Would you be willing to pray? If we talk about giving, we are talking about sacrificial giving. Um, um, and, and, you know, I, I, I totally um, um, believe in the widow's mite story. So it's what is sacrificial for you? Sacrificial for some people is different amounts of money, but it's the same sacrifice. But if we are to build this, that is what will be um, required. And we're going to ask, and then there's some other questions around other priorities that you think the church might have and um, we're going to ask everybody to fill that out and then when we have the church meeting on the 26th we'll have the results of those surveys, we won't know who's filled them out, but that's not important, but we will have a sense for everybody that comes on a Sunday morning as to how um, behind the building scheme they are um, I want to finish with um, where I started, Steve, got one more thing, and um, and this is, this is so important. This is why we are doing this. Because we're not doing it for... Our, if we are doing it, it's not for ourselves. We're already in here. We're already comfortable. Um, it's because of the church we believe we need to let our light shine and be a beacon um, on that hill to other people in Hawley, to bless people in Hawley, and um, to make room for them to come to our church. Um, and if it is through the building, so be it. If it isn't... Um, um, then we need to rethink about the vision, won't change. Um, we'll need to rethink of how else um, we do that. Um, look to Ange, make sure there's nothing else I've forgotten. Martin, no. Um, I'm available, um, I'm not rushing off after the service. So if you do have questions, comments, thoughts, um, then please do come and um, see me. But if not, um, please pray, please fast, please come to the church meeting church prayer meeting on Wednesday, please come to the breakfast on Saturday and be prepared to come and listen to God um, um, this week. Thank you.